0: everybody, this is Lorelai with Cornerstone Dog Training and Abby and I are overtaking the podcast for Jason today. Um, Abby it, has worked with Cornerstone for years and years. Um, we'll get into her story a little bit here, but she is one of our best friends in our, our family. She's become part of our family to us she still feels like she's part of her family but would take her anytime. um so there's just been some fun experiences of things that we've done with abby that we wanted to talk about with dog training that should help you with your dogs as well so um maddie wanted us to tell the joke of why did the chicken cross the road Was to get to cornerstone dog training (laughs) And that's only a joke for those that have ever come in live to do training with us, because there are chickens across the street of <laughs> Cornerstone. <Yep. laughs> it's funny. All of our employees, I always hear them say, I'm going to Cornerstone, or I'm at Cornerstone. And I'm like, that's my house. Like, yeah. home? Yeah. Are you going home? Yeah. <laughs> they just call it Cornerstone. Is that what yeah. you call it?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. Or if I'm talking to my parents, I'll just say the Robins. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Abby has...
0: Um, Why don't you tell the story of how you came to work for Cornerstone or be a part of what we do?
1: Yeah. So I did um, training with my dog um, six years ago. Flower. Flower. Her name's Flower. Um, She's a little mini golden doodle. And it was kind of happenstance that I came to know Cornerstone dog training because my sister originally had Flower. And... Um, she decided not to do training with her dog, or at least well, not put the effort in to do training. Yeah. She started training with Cornerstone, but she decided not to put any effort to get her well-trained. She did session one, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. She did one <laughs> session and then was like, I can't do this. Um, and so I took over the dog, ownership of the dog, and she has been amazing. I went through the program with her. Um, she, in the effort to get her trained, she's a great dog, um, and that's how I met Jason and Lorelei for Cornerstone. So um, after that, they offered me for me to be a part of Cornerstone, and it's come from there.
0: Yeah, gradually, gradually. She started by doing yeah. office work because we were drowning, and we are <laughs> like, hey, Abby, don't you think? Because we should be good at it. Yeah. Um, and then she just learned more and more and more uh, and just became really an important part of how we built Cornerstone, um, she, we actually said, Hey, Abby, why don't you start by teaching puppies? Remember? Yeah. Puppy sessions. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I don't know.
1: Like, you would be great. Yeah. And so We, we shadowed Jason for a while yeah. uh-huh. and then finally took on my own clients, and that was really big. <laughs> and we just
0: started with puppy and then started to where she could do advanced Puppy mm-hmm. through advanced, um, and everything in between, right? All the office stuff, all the back-end things that have to happen to make that training happen. Yep. So she did great. And so now what are you up to?
1: Um, so I just graduated from the University of Utah with a degree in linguistics, and so I'm trying to kind of shift gears from dog, dogs and dog training, um, which I've done. I've worked with dogs since I graduated from high school.
0: So not even um, at Cornerstone. She was... Yeah, working at a doggy daycare before yep. here,
1: so... Yep, um, and so I'm kind of transitioning from dog stuff to more linguistics-based stuff, working with languages um, or words. I just recently got like back that. from Italy, mm-hmm. right? Yep, as part, of my, as part of my degree, I went to Italy for a month and a half to learn Italian and study Italian literature. She sent us... Um,
0: did you see them yet? Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't see them. <laughs> <laughs> she sent us, shoot, what are they called? Postcards. Postcards. I was like, podcast. No, that's not it. Uh, postcards. And they started coming to us after she got home <laughs> from uh-huh. Italy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I sent them throughout my time in there, but because of the how far away it is, they took a while to get here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was fun. Okay. Um, the thing that we wanted to talk about, which was one of Abby's favorite activities like different things that we did as working as trainers of Cornerstone was we trained chicks so this all stemmed from Jason um, being he was a psychology major and he did a class we were married at the time and he signed up for this class called be what was it behaviors of learning or yeah, yeah. something like that um, thinking that he'd just be learning about how people learn, (laughs) Um, but it ended up being a class where you trained rats and chickens to do things um, to help you understand how learning happens, Um, and it ended up being one of his favorite classes. I remember going in with him. We had a little Christian at the time as a baby (laughs) going in with him and watching his rat Rizzo walk this tightrope that he had taught him the rat to do. And then it would flip under and grab it with its tail and cross over this tightrope. Anyway, so he loved the class. Part of the class was training chickens. And as we started training dogs, he was like, oh, this relates so much to training the chickens. So he had our trainers do it years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, In the spring, one spring, we got the chicks and and did the whole thing, and Abby was a part of that. And then Abby was like, let's do it with our new trainers. That'll be fun. And so she kind of took on the project this time of taking care of the chicks and yeah. setting up the <laughs> training boxes and all of that. But we want to tell you about that experience of training the chicks and how it relates to dog training. So just give an overview of what we did with the chicks.
1: Yeah, so we had the chicks. Um for about three weeks and we what we wanted to do was teach them to peck a red dot that was the end goal that we wanted um and so you have this box and you put the chick in the box there's a little drawer that comes out um that has food in it and that acts as your reward the reward for the chicken so she fashioned this whole thing right yeah. <laughs> like created the box and the little slidey with the food yeah <laughs> so you put the the chicken in the box and um when the you have to take baby steps to get there because, you know, they're not just going to walk over to the red dot and peck it right off the bat. So you first teach them to go to one side of the box and then make that side smaller and closer and closer to the um, red dot until they eventually look at the red dot and then they decide to peck the red dot or, or peck the wall near the red dot. Yeah. Um, and so it definitely takes time to, to get them to that end goal of pecking the red dot. But... Um, the reason that that you it's kind of like the hot cold game like you have to say hey i want you on that side of the box not on that side of the box so you kind of have to use positive reinforcement to get them to know exactly where you want them so it does take a lot of time and patience because you know you can't correct a chicken for not doing what you want it to do and you can't lead it with a leash or anything like that so because they're just little tiny things and so it does take a lot of time but we trained them to get to you know, the side of the box that we wanted them on and then the fourth of the box that we wanted them on and then look, peck and peck the red dot. And eventually we, um, the first time we did it, we just got them to peck the red dot. but this last time, we got them to do other things like jump on your hand. Some, some trainers were getting them to jump on their hand. We were changing the color of the dot so that there was a red dot in there but a black, and a black dot. And they had to go pick the black dot instead of the red dot. And so it was just cool to kind of have more time to experiment with those kinds of things. Yeah. So. So,
0: and to do any of those things, you do the same process mm-hmm. where if they get close to doing what you want them to do, mm-hmm. then you reward that. Mm -hmm. right in the moment. Um, And then if they get a little closer, you reward that until they get good at that and then you say, okay, now I need them to go a little bit closer Mm -hmm. before I'm going to reward them.
1: Yeah, you get more specific as you go along. Yep. Okay, so now we've talked about how we
0: trained those chicks a little bit of marking the behavior and getting it closer and closer. Uh, How does that relate to dog training? Why did we do that
1: with our trainers? Yeah. Um, So chickens and dogs... Are relatable because they're both um, very food motivated. So, we made sure that the chicks were hungry before we trained them each time um, so that they would be motivated to do the behavior that we needed to because they were trying to figure out how to unlock that drawer that had the food in it. Yeah. So, you know, okay, how do I get the food? Oh, the food comes out every time I go on this side of the box, or every time I get close to that red dot, it, the food comes out. And so, they figure that out. Um, and. Um, as well as time, patience, and effort are required for dog training as well, right? You have to take baby steps to get your dog to the point that you want them to get to. And same with the chicks, we you know spent, you know several times with the same chick trying to get them to peck the red dot. Um, and some chicks picked up picked up on it um, faster than others. Um, you know, some, you know, we had the Robin's kids doing it, too, and so we had a lot of people trying to get them to do it. Um, and it was William, really cool. William
0: was the first one to get the yeah. chick to pick the red dot. Yeah. He's uh, 11 at
1: the time. And He's he loved it. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. um, and you could you could tell because rem- we kind of kept t- track of which trainer was using which chick and which kid was using which chick. And so you could tell when you put your chick in there, like, your chick remembered what you taught them the time before, which was super cool. It may take them a bit to get back into it, but then they got it
0: faster. Yeah.
1: Um, And then as well as... Um, just making sure that because chickens and dogs are both in the moment kind of animals, and so you have to reward those behaviors right when they happen. Um, because, as most animals are, yeah, right, definitely. Yeah, they don't have cause and effect kind of mentalities. They think, you know, oh, if I got a treat now, whatever I was doing in that moment is what they wanted um and what got me the treat and so you have to be super precise with the dr- and that's the hard part about the drawer with the chicks is you know it takes some time to get the drawer out. so you have to be like fast and get the drawer out so that they can get the food right when they do that behavior.
0: yeah so we slide the drawer out
1: <laughs> yeah and then slide it <laughs> back in mark it <laughs> yeah yep. Um,
0: even that that sound like you try to get you know mm-hmm, yeah. right in the moment um so in dog training with puppies mm-hmm. we use this ton and how we do it is marking with just the word yes so you want to mark the behavior so even if you don't have the food readily available every you know to say oh right there yeah right there yeah um instead with dog training to make it easier we can use verbal cues and say yes that was the, the behavior that we wanted yeah so yep. marking it yeah. so
1: what happened when the chicks got full then they're not motivated anymore. So once they get full, they're like, okay, I've had all my food. I don't need the food that's in the drawer. So they're, they're not trying to figure out how to get the food anymore. So then we just put them away and wait until they're hungry again and then yeah. try again.
0: Otherwise, it's just an exercise in frustration. Yeah. In fact, they don't, they don't care. It's not frustrating to them. No, yeah. They're not gonna be trying to work for that food. Nope, they'll right. just be walking around. So what do people do that have dogs that aren't motivated by food?
1: Um, So some dogs are more motivated by touch or or verbal praise and things like that. So sometimes that can be more beneficial for your dog. You kind of just have to get to know what your dog likes best. Um, As well as, you know, you can offer food. And even if your dog doesn't take it, at least you're offering it. Um, So it's good to make sure that you have that. But that yes marker will help them learn that that is what is good. Be, that's the behavior that you're wanting them to do. Right.
0: So even if your dog doesn't seem food motivated, you can continue to offer it. Um and we like to start to back away from needing to use the food. Yeah. Which was an is an awesome thing about dogs. We can't do that with chickens. Where <laughs> <laughs> You they'll just do the thing without having the motivation for food. Yeah. But dogs um have this Where they want that relationship with you, um, where they're motivated by touch or toys or all these Mm -hmm. other things, um, higher level things. And where you continue to ask for that obedience and that this is just how we want life to be Mm -hmm. and they will... They each have personalities, but they'll mold more into that where this is just how it is. Yeah. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. We're calm in the house or, or whatever, yeah. right? We're focused on a walk. This yeah. is just what we do.
1: So food motivation is the first step, but then you slowly move to the point where they can just be obedient by themselves. Right. And then if you're going to
0: learn a new thing, like
1: my, I, we've worked on all this
0: obedient stuff and they're great, but now we're going to work on some agility training or something, yeah. you, you might go back to working with food again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and often they dogs perform better when they're hungry too mm-hmm. for that food. It's
1: Mealtimes are great times to do training. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. Uh, they're just more willing to work. Like, yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> so what was your biggest takeaway from working with the chicks to then going and training with dogs?
1: Um, so I think it was a good confidence builder just to see the results, um, in the chicks. And so, um, with dog training, I would just say, you know, jump into it and you're, you'll see results if you're doing, if you're following a program, right. And you have an end goal in mind, um, make sure that you know what your red dot is. Um, Laurel, I touched on that, but make sure you know what your red dot is, what your end goal is, so that you can have something to work towards. And if you have something to work towards, then you'll be you'll see little um, wins along the way that will keep your confidence up, and then you'll be able to get to that point with your dog. Um, but also the, the patience, and it was a good reminder of what it is what, what it's like to go through training with an actual animal because, um, you know, I trained my dog six years ago, and I've been training other people's dogs and helping them with theirs, but it was nice to have that fresh, raw experience again and to, you know, just remember what it's like to go through it with something and see the successes and be like, yes, my chick pecked the red dog. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, because so. you start out putting this chick in the box, and you're like, Okay.
1: Really? How yeah. can I do this? Yeah. And <laughs> really? so You have to figure it out, too, because, you know, if, if you don't know what you're doing, then your, your chick's not going to know what they're doing. Yeah. And so... And you have it, to kind of
0: experiment. Mm-hmm. And we tell our kids, like, it's okay. you Like, you did the wrong timing on one yeah, or whatever. You messed up. It's okay. Keep Try again. Doing, yep. Keep doing. Keep yeah. doing. Um, and they'll learn it. So... But we have to reassure the dog owners of that, too. Mm-hmm. Like... No, keep trying, keep trying. You'll yeah. get to that red dot of your goal of what you want to get And it to. is
1: experimentation because some things, as far as like mo- what motivates your dog and, and what, you know, things work best for individual dogs, some of it is a little bit of trial and error. So it's important to be okay doing that, you know, like try something out. If it doesn't work, that's okay. We can try something else. Yeah. So,
0: But it is important to have a training plan. Oh, yeah. Right? So you put this chick in the box and if you just start rewarding Whatever. And, whatever, you're not going to get to that red dot yeah. of what you really want. Yeah. So, say that you really want to be able to go on hikes with your dog and that everything's great in the hike and mm-hmm. they're safe and they'll come back to you or whatever. Um, you need to know that that's your goal and you need to voice that to your trainer or whoever you're working with um, to be able to make sure that the program that you're going to do is going to lead you in that direction. Yeah. To get that red dot. Um, Often when we work with a client, and they get really excited about something, I forgot that that's cool, because it's just normal, Mm -hmm. so for example, we'll teach a dog to start to lay on place, you know, to get on place and get comfortable, and we get a dog on place and they're just hanging out on a placemat, and people are like, what, that's my dog. (laughs) I can't believe they're doing that. You know, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. normal around here, but it is cool. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, Abby is no longer doing live training right now. Um, g- working to go into that linguistics area mm-hmm. but she has been helping us with breeder dinners and has also been doing awesome job doing executive assistant kind of stuff trying to rein in me and Jason and figure out our schedules <laughs> and all of that so we're really appreciative and it's been great um, in all of the years we've had you working with us I don't know how many lots of years <laughs> she's like watched lots of kids join our family, yeah. What we started at a different house, we've moved, yeah. all this stuff. Um, one of my favorite aspects of having Abby around is that she's so willing to jump in and try something new. She's just like, okay, I don't know how to do that, but yeah, let's try it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so, for example, we have um, a Cornerstone puppy com so where people can go and get the online puppy course and there's a Facebook page for it. So the people that are part of that program have a Facebook Live with a trainer every week where they can come in and ask questions. And Abby did it with Jason the first one or two times maybe yeah um, where we did a Facebook Live and then we're like, okay, Abby, next week, why don't you just do it? And she's like, I have never done that. <laughs> okay and so she just said okay and jumped in and did it and then months later she told me like that was really scary
1: (laughs) but now being on camera all by myself answering questions that people were asking when i was like am i going to know all the answers am i going to know what to do like how long does it need to be and so it was it was it was a good a good experience for me though because i was able to Figure it out and just now she's yeah. totally
0: comfortable doing it um, and is great. I'm sure she was great at it all along, but so I love that she's willing to jump in and try. Um, one time we were in the backyard with my kids, and I was just doing a weird activity where we were bobbing for apples or fruit in things of water. It was this thing that we'd read of like, play yeah. this game
1: with your kids. I'm like, It was like a race to see who could do it the fastest. Oh, yeah. We were racing
0: in two teams. Yeah. And she comes back, was just working that day on office stuff. And I was like, hey, Abby, you want to join in one of our teams? She's like, okay. (laughs) And so we're bobbing for apples in the backyard. She totally went in for it. Or we would say we were having treats in the evening, or having dinner, and be like, hey, come try this, come join us. She's like, if she had time, okay, (laughs) to try whatever weird thing we were eating. So, loved it. So, thank you for being like that. You're welcome. Keep keep it going. (laughs) Okay. Do great things. Um, So, in working with the chicks, um, we wanted to wrap up with three things that you can remember from that experience and take into your dog training. So... What are one of those things?
1: Yeah, so definitely I think is to remember that dogs um, are, and chicks are in-the-moment animals. So you definitely need to be on it, it with those um Rewards or corrections um, in the moment when your dog is doing those behaviors, and you make sure
0: chat about it five minutes later. Yeah, be
1: like, hey, that thing you did,
0: yeah. Little, that that's or have not a yeah. You or,
1: can't have a heart to heart and say, okay, so you peed on the floor. That really wasn't the best thing to do. like
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, so we want to make sure that we're in the moment and we're you know correcting and rewarding right when the dog does the behavior. Um, and if you miss it, you miss it, and you try again next time. Um, And then
0: to pay attention to what motivates your dog. Mm -hmm. So motivation with the chicks, they had to be hungry to be able to do this work. Um, So similar with your dogs, um, as well as what other things motivate them, and you can use that. You don't want the motivation to distract from what they're doing. So if you want to motivate them with saying, good job, you don't want to be like, oh, good job, <laughs> and then they get all riled up, yeah. and then they're gone. Yeah, you want them to be able to stay focused, but to feel like, oh, yep, that was it. That was a good thing for me to do. So, yeah. pay attention to what motivates your dog, um, and keep them, but keep them focused on their what they're working on.
1: Mm-hmm. And then the last one is patience. So just to make sure that you're being patient with you and your dog and your progress, and to know that it takes step. By step by step to get there so as long as you're seeing progress that's the main goal is just to see progress towards your end goal and to make sure that you know how to get there and what steps you need to take but it will take time effort and patience to get there yeah so those training times with the chick they were
0: like would do a short little burst of time Mm -hmm. until they were fall and then we'd have to wait for a while and Mm would come back and come back and do these training sessions to where they got a little better every time. So so be patient, find out what your red dot is, and go for it. Mm